Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Welcome back this week. And uh, it's probably been a, a very interesting week for many people who are not necessarily used to the share market with uh, the huge fall that we've had over the last two weeks. And firstly, I'll say to a lot of people that are, maybe that haven't heard my market wrap over the last couple of weeks is now's not really the time to be uh, panicking about your shares. Now's the time for look for opportunities. But that's not really what I wanted to talk about today because there's been enough said in the newspapers and um, probably what I would suggest people to do for a, a couple of weeks is forget about the newspapers. Don't look at them. Don't get any advice from them um, simply because they're just trying to sell newspapers. So stay away from that. But what I would like to talk about is the Reserve Bank meets actually tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, they'll announce whether there's an interest rate rise for the Australian economy. Now, obviously, the interest rate rise will affect everybody and will affect consumers or or retail or individuals, and it'll also affect business. But how does it really affect the market? And how does it really affect the stock market in general? Uh, And also, how does it affect you as a person? But obviously, whether the interest rate goes up on Wednesday or not is not I suppose, necessarily super relevant because we know that if it doesn't, it's, it will before the end of the year, we'll get a rate rise. So it's still probably uh, worthwhile talking about that at the moment. But how does it actually affect the market? Well, when interest rates rise, the first thing happens is, is your housing loan will go up in, uh, the interest rate on your housing loan will go up and it costs you more money to pay your housing loan every single month. And the whole thing is designed to reduce your spending to get you to save more instead of going out and borrowing more money. Uh, what the government's trying to do or the Reserve Bank will try to do is to get you put more money into savings accounts because even though your housing loan rates go up, but uh, the other thing is your cash management account rates will go up or your term deposit rates will go up and all your savings account interest rates will go up to entice you to save. But the problem is in Australia, we've got to be what, what I would call a fat cat society or the, the overindulgers. And what we're actually doing in Australia is we're using our house as our form of line of credit, so to speak. So when you've got your line of credit on your house, people are taking the equity out of their home to go and buy more things like plasma screens, new cars, holidays, boats. And it is amazing how many homes I go into uh, and for young, and especially young people, and they've got these huge plasma screens and stereo systems and really nice cars. And I'm thinking, geez, when I was your age, I couldn't afford any of that. I was, I was always taught to pay for things with cash. And if you couldn't afford it, you don't buy it. Um, whereas now you've got all the store cards with a 55-day interest-free or don't pay anything for six months or don't pay anything until after Christmas. And the interest rates on those are phenomenal. But the statistics are that 80% of the people that uh, take out some of those store loans where they buy the lounge suite um, with no interest for six months never ever never get to pay it off within that six months. They end up with a loan on their house. But eventually somebody's got to pay for that. But how does that actually affect the market? And what actually goes on is, is if consumers' costs are going up because of rising interest rates, they've got less money to spend. If they've got less money to spend, then they don't go and spend it on, on different items that they need. So they spend less at the supermarket, they'll spend less in the clothing shops, shops, etc., uh, etc. Et and what that happens is, is, is obviously less revenue for businesses. But also a lot of businesses are actually out there borrowing and they borrow to expand and grow and, and grow their businesses. But it puts the business cost up. So the business is getting squeezed from two ways. One is they're getting less revenue. The second thing is their costs are rising and so therefore their profits diminishing. But then because of costs diminishing, what they're doing is then they'll put their prices up. Employees then want higher pays to pay for all the goods and services that have gone up in price. And the spiral goes up and up and up. Uh, because, and this is how the economy works, and eventually it gets to a point where the businesses can't put their prices up anymore because they're too expensive, um, and then obviously then people stop buying, and then eventually people have to get, start getting laid off because the businesses still need to remain profitable. So they start laying off people, um, and eventually the spiral goes the other way. 
So we're sort of a bit of a factor of this economy where we want more and want more all the time, but we push us putting up prices uh, up, puts wages up, uh, and eventually it all comes down again. So, uh, but also one of the other things that happens is is it makes the Australian dollar more attractive to overseas currencies. When our interest rates go up, that means more overseas currencies come into the Australia, and that's a good thing for us. But um, as I said, but rising interest rates are not necessarily a great thing for our economy because what they're trying to do is slow it down, and slowing it down means there's going to be at right at right at the very, very moment. There's a lot of employment around. It's very, very hard to find good employees. And when you are finding them, they're wanting a bucket load to work for you. So, And I'm finding that as an employer myself. Uh, but the thing is, it's something's got to stop. Something's got to give. Somebody's got to pay back that money. And that's really what I'm trying to get to is all this increased borrowing. Eventually, someone has to pay uh, because obviously all this borrowed money, the banks will want that back eventually. And it's like a house. We're building a house of cards at the moment. And eventually what I can see with this economy, we'll actually go into a recession. So now's the time for people to start thinking about getting a little bit more cash and, and looking at that. But maybe using your investments or using your equity in your properties, instead of borrowing it to go and buy a new plasma screen or new car, take it out and put it in the share market. At least you're going to get dividends from the shares and capital gain. And shares are very liquid. You can get out of them in three days and be really, really cashed up. And that's what I suggest a lot of people be doing at the moment is getting themselves cashed up. Some new, really, really good shares going to be giving themselves some great buying opportunities over the next few weeks. So, But if you're highly leveraged on what I would call bad debt loans, which are cards, which are holidays, you know, your credit cards, your houses that you actually live in, that you own, that you live in, to me, that's bad debt simply because over the life of your housing loan, you're actually paying the bank all the interest that uh, the amount of money you pay in interest is only equal to the amount your house is worth. So you're really not getting anywhere. And positive debt is where it's backed by an asset that grows in value and it puts money in your pocket, doesn't take it out. So all these bad debts, get start getting rid of those because you'll be glad you did when, uh, when, the, when the crunch time comes. So I'm going to sign off this week because I've said a hell of a lot today. So I look forward to chatting with you next week. I'm Dale Gillum, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Thank you.